0: Hi, and welcome to the Confident Woman Podcast. I'm Rachel. And I'm Erin. And we're here to keep it real, raw, and what it means to be the confident woman. All
1: right, friends, welcome back to week five. And today we're talking about kind of um, falling victim to a lot of these traps that are set in the marketplace for us to buy into what people are selling, because that's apparently the magic key ingredient that we're missing in our life to make us feel amazing and perfect and be enough. So I know I have fallen into some, a lot of these. Rachel, I think has as well. I think we all do at some point.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I feel like that's, uh, it literally is like, I don't know, I would just think of it as like this, you're walking in the woods and you like step on like this bear trap or something. And it's like, gotcha. And I feel like that's kind of where, you know, part of my, well, the bulk of my, like my fitness, my health, and like really my body Acceptance kind of really fell into that gigantic bear trap. It was, uh, you know, I think at this point when when we look at what what is the trap, right? I think it yes. really is that next fad, the next diet, the next new exercise routine, the next whatever it is, and as long as it's positioned and sold to you in a way that's going to, I guess, really just sell you some lofty, unrealistic, unsustainable dream life that's where we're like, okay, yes, I want it. And we're just looking for it as like the next quick fix. And so when we're kind of at that point, it's almost like we stay in that trap because it's like, we're consistent in it, but it's also, we know what to expect. So we somehow just keep going back to it. It's just, it's (laughs) how we, it's like that comfort, like it's almost gives us that certainty. Like this, I know had worked for about five minutes so this mm-hmm. one might work for like seven. And so it's just, you know, that repetition of going back to the same thing that keeps on biting and hurting us versus learning from it and moving forward in a way that um, really is is healthy and conducive to creating a lifestyle versus a quick fix.
1: Yeah, I think whenever you go search, if you're someone that's like, oh, I need to lose weight or I want to tone my body or I want to put on muscle or whatever it is that you want to do there's so many people in your face that claim that they have it and they look the part, but not only do they claim they have it, but they claim they're the only person that can get that to you and you need them and you need to, whatever it is, like if it's a pill or a program or whatever it is, and it's just a... I always joke around about like a lot of these programs people do like certain days or whatever, and you buy a lot of like supplements or whatever, which I am not knocking because anyone that has ever listened to us knows my husband's the biggest health freak in the world. And we buy a lot of supplements and we take a lot of supplements. So not knocking that, but it's just like people will join something. And then, you know, they'll start focusing on the foods that they're eating and and the workouts that they're doing. And drinking more water, right? Where it's like, maybe if you just did those things initially, (laughs) you know what I mean? Without having to buy in these programs, if you were just drinking more water, whatever, I don't know. I think it's just something tied to when we invest money and we put money in it, kind of like holds ourselves more accountable. So we want to get our money's worth. We don't want to waste our money. So if I buy into this program, I'm going to work the program versus understanding it doesn't have to cost a million dollars to drink water every day and do something good for your body every day or go for a walk for 30 minutes or whatever it is. So I think just be careful because it's the promises that are sold, right? Like we talked about. So it's, we talked about this before, that that, that app that I showed you, right? I was like scrolling through this app about, um, I was just looking for things that help with like tracking calories or whatever. And it was like, you know, 21 day, whatever. And it had this girl and then like within like her before and then her after pictures just looked like a Barbie doll right after. And we're like, that's no way 21 days that that happened. So people are, are getting excited about these false illusions and that ability to look insanely different in a short amount of time, right? We're just looking for that short whatever. So pet peeve of mine and I fall fallen victim to a lot of them. I bought so many programs <laughs> in my life. And, and like you said, Rachel, they were. Like there's a lot of them that it'll work for a little bit, or I'll do something for a few weeks and lose weight. But, it, but it's finding that way to, to ingrain it in your brain and make it your lifestyle, something that you can maintain, not just something. Right. It's, not, it's nothing wrong with the programs. It's it's your attitude toward the program thinking, right. this is what I need. If you're going to use the program, yes, but the programs I'm not knocking your program. If you have a program, I think the programs are fine, it's just our belief that we, we absolutely need this. And, and if we are not part of the program, we're gonna fail.
0: Yeah, exactly. And that's really, you know, we're we're not putting the, the blame. First of all, right. <laughs> know Aaron and I, we don't blame. We accept yes. responsibility. And I think yes. that's really the 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 takeaway here is taking personal responsibility, but shining light on that area because a lot of times we don't know what what responsibility is ours, but yes, there is some that ties in with like the marketing gimmicks because it's almost like when you see somebody in such desperation or in such a pain point, you're at that point where you will just grasp at any straws because you're just like, get me out of this pain point as quickly as possible. This sucks. And sitting here just like fighting this for a lifetime and just whatever can get me out as quickly as possible. In swoops, marketing. <laughs> and, and it's, you know, they're like, hey, There is somebody who would be a perfect candidate for your X, Y, and Z pill. Let's promise them they will lose thirty pounds in one week. And then, as the consumer, they're like, "I'm buying." Wow! Because I can get out of this pain point in a week and lose thirty pounds. Sign me up Mm -hmm. on day eight. You haven't lost 30 pounds. You probably gained some weight or maybe stayed the same. Then somebody else comes in and says, Hey, have you seen this new exercise fad? You can get trim and jacked and be that perfect bikini model in 28 days. Yes, sign me up. Sign and me you, up. Right. And so you keep jumping on the next bandwagon of things, but we never really address the big elephant, right? The elephant is how did you get to that pain point at your low? And so if we go back to the previous episodes of this entire series, it really is about each one is meant to build upon each other. And so going back to the previous episodes, you'll start to kind of uncover like, where did that go? Where did that come from? Why did that belief that I even had to look a certain way? How did I get so out of control or how have i lost control of my life and you know just really shining that light on where you're at at that at this current moment that would make you want to jump on that to the next next bad the next thing which is that consumer trap like we just fall into it and you're like give me anything and everything just get me out of here as quickly as possible but we know how that turns out right because if you're anything like me aaron and millions of others We just keep going on to the next best thing. But what is Mm -hmm. the next best thing? Self-awareness, first of all. How did you get there? Let's let's focus on that so you could climb your way out of it and find not just a quick fix, but a long-term solution to those lifelong struggles and problems which you're currently at or have experienced in the past. And so that's really, I think, you know, when we look at the diet and exercise trap, how do we get out of it? Like, let's not be that victim anymore. Let's create something new for us that is healthy and sustainable, and that becomes your new story. So you become that hero versus a victim, and that really does tie into uh, you know creating healthy habits, uh, healthy behaviors, replacing things. And, And Aaron and I both share the same thing: is we don't need to cut things out. Let's just be smarter about it. Like the whole approach of work smarter, not harder, because we can create a lifestyle. That is conducive and sustainable on whatever you want to build it upon. That's the beauty of it. So it's not about giving up everything and those are there's those restrictive diets. If you're not sore the next day, you didn't work hard enough. You're not dripping wet with sweat because that's fat crying and you know all this nonsense, right? Yeah, but it's I not just about that. What's <laughs> worth this? I said I just had pizza before this. Yeah, I mean it's it's really about adding in the things you love to create the quality of life that you desire. And okay. life isn't about like sacrificing and, and white knuckling it and, you know, having the strongest willpower in the, in the world, just to say, nope, I said no to another slice of birthday cake. I said no to another girl's social hour. Uh, I said no to this, but where's life? Where's the quality of life? And that's really where, you know, get back to how you got there, but really addressing and answering what kind of life do you want? And that's the beauty of creating it. So yeah. And first off, they shouldn't make food taste so damn good. <laughs> well, it is. It's meant to be enjoyed. And, and I think for many of us, we kind of, we, we hold that almost like that FOMO. Like if we have one slice, we don't know when the next time we're going to have a slice of pizza. So we just might as well eat the whole thing. Yep. I've been for brownies. I, I in the past, I would make a pan of brownies, tell myself I can have one, and I remember laying in bed at night, knowing (laughs) they're sitting there on the counter. I would go down at like eleven p.m. eat as many brownies as I can until I did feel really gross and hopefully clear out the pan or throw the rest away. But in my head, if I woke up and they were gone, therefore it was like a restart. I didn't have to do that again. Now, I mean, I was, I had a pan of brownies and they've literally been sitting there for like four days. And that was between my husband and I, like, this is, it's huge. Impressive. Right. Yeah. Right. One of those smaller pans, but <laughs> you get the point is really, it's about now adding that in and enjoying it where we don't have to be so extreme in, in our beliefs and our approach when it comes to diet, fitness, and really loving ourselves.
1: And also, too, when people do these programs or whatever, because there's so many different things, right? Your keto or your paleo or your, I don't know, whatever, all the things that end in O and, like, all the whatever. There's just a lot of different things that people will do. But, like you said, like, we just go from the next thing to the next thing where it's, like, if you're going to do something least stick with it for a longer term, whatever. So if you're using a company's supplements and doing their program or doing a, whatever it is, like at least stick with it for enough time. Right. And hopefully if you're buying something from somebody, that's not telling you the 30 day thing, hopefully you're buying into programs and products where the people are teaching lifestyle and they're telling you to, to use this alongside a lifestyle and help like, you know, supplement that Hopefully, that's the kind of people that you're buying from. But if there are people that are just slinging everything at you, whatever, I mean, just stay away from those. But I think if you're going to do something, I know that's where I would fall into the trap, was because I would buy things from all kinds of different places all the time. I would never give anything long enough to really become a lifestyle. It was just like, oh, I'm going to do this for 30 days and I'm going to do this one for 60 days or whatever it is. And I think too, like having people around you that are supportive of that too, of what you're doing, you know, that don't try to, I don't know. I just know anytime I, and I don't want to talk about like being on a diet, like you got to be on a diet and say, no, like you just said, like, that's not what we're trying to say. But, but I just remember times where like, when I was like trying to lose weight or I was like focusing on doing something, like my friends would just give me a hard time, like just have one drink, you know what I mean? Or whatever. And so, and that's why I wouldn't go out. It's just, happy hours. Cause I knew my friends would be like, come on, just have one drink. Which Could I have had that one drink? Probably, but it's just that pressure, right. Of like, you're trying to do something and sustain something. So be around people that are going to support that and understand what your goal is and what you're trying to do. And that you're just that, even if it's not about what weight loss or anything, just health, just what's better for you to do.
0: Right. And that's really the, the, the key here is, is creating a healthy lifestyle. And I think, you know, again, we're going to keep going back to to the previous episodes because we're, we're really trying to send this message that it is really about our belief system, about who we are and what we believe about ourselves. So if we feel that we're already broken, we're going to be looking for a fix. If we're told that we don't look a certain way, then therefore there's a comparison. So now we need to go look a certain way. And so all these, it's coming at you from all different angles. But again, really, if you don't know who you are and what you stand for and why you, why you feel that you need to look or be, or, or, you know, anything of a certain way, other than who you are, that's not built around bettering yourself as an, in a healthy uh, way, you know, our mind, our body and our soul, then really check in with like, where, where do you want to be? And what is it that you are really achieving and in, in chasing after and in desiring versus, again, next quick fix, falling into that trap. If we could find a way that, we, that sets us up for sustainability, the long term, we forget so much about our physical, our bodies. And we start looking at it from a place of nourishment, from our foods to the books we read to the people we hang out with to the music to what we watch, what we don't watch, all of these things. It really, we become that consumer in literally consumption and consuming of the outside perspectives and, and marketing and diets, exercise, whatever all that stuff is. But at the end of the day, like really work on that inner being because. No matter how much you fix the outside, if you don't love and accept and appreciate who you are on the inside, that all that other stuff is a waste of time, money, and effort. And, you know, share a bit of my personal story. When I really, it really hit home. When I first competed, I did 16 weeks of dieting, extreme dieting, extreme workout, all the things, because I thought that I would look like that bikini girl after the 16 weeks. Yeah, it's crazy, but true story. And I remember mm-hmm. looking in the mirror and I kept seeing myself get smaller. And every time I looked at her, I was reminded that it was never enough. Therefore, I wasn't enough because I never did the inner work. The body changed. It got smaller. It got fitter. It got tighter. It did all the things that I actually thought I wanted and was the goal. But at the end of the, under the 16 weeks, I was more broken mentally than I was prior to going into this competition. So I'm wondering, possibly, to our listeners, are we in that same cycle? Because when we keep falling victim to those traps, it ultimately is a self-fulfilling failure loop, right? So we're buying it, we're failing it. Try the next thing, buy it, fail it. And so it just compounds. So when we're looking to create that healthy, sustainable lifestyle, what are you doing that's consistent in your life? Remember, consistency. Compounded over time yields results. And that is in every lane of your life. Whatever you do every single day, you will yield the byproduct of what your actions, beliefs, and habits have all acquired you to become. So let's check at the beginning and let's start unraveling and get back to the root of it. And so that's our message with the whole, you know, the healing aspect of it. And we're going to dive into that later in uh, a few episodes. But look at it now as not changing bandages, but let's work on healing the wounds. And that, oh my goodness, when we get to the healing of the wounds, it's a beautiful life. And it's a beautiful outside perspective without worrying about this physical vehicle that our soul resides in. And it's so beautiful.
1: Nailed it. Amen. Amen. <laughs>
0: men on that note. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just. I really want to impress this upon our listeners and just really the audience, because when somebody, you know, for me who had been on both sides and I had beaten myself down to the core so many times, I know what it's like to feel just desperate and broken and to feel like, like you're not ever good enough. And no matter what somebody tries to sell you, tell you, or assist you in whatever, if you don't believe it, it won't matter. It won't stick. And so that really is our belief system, who we believe we are, we become. And so we need to get to that and stop worrying about the externals because we have everything we need within and we can eat the right things. We know what the right things are. That's the thing. We know what to do, but we don't do them enough because we've got to look at what is, what is our, you know, really, what is our goal? Like, what is the outcome that we really want and get really clear on our why and why it's important. And I think for many of us, we miss that mark. We, our why is take a look at our loved ones. Do we want to be there for the long term for them? How can we create a, a lifestyle today and start becoming and living it? And now we become a model for our our youth, for our children, for the next generation, because we're employing those habits to create that long term effect. So. You know, I, I think overall, when we will continue throughout this series, we're gonna to touch more upon that as well. Um, but it really is just, this is why it's so near and dear to me, to Erin, and really to, uh, you know, other women out there who just really need to hear this message that you're not alone, and no matter what, you are enough. Even if you don't look the part in your own terms, and I'm quoting this, or using air quotes for those who can't see, you're enough is good enough. You are exactly where you need to be right here, right now and start with what you got.
1: I don't have anything to add to what you just, I feel like that was, need to cut that and make it its own recording and put that on YouTube for the world. So. <laughs>
0: well, yeah. I mean, you know, everyone has, has a different take. And like I said, I mean, when you've been there, it's, it's coming through that journey on the other side and just, you yeah. know, my why is just so that other women don't ever have to feel what I felt or have to live that journey as long as I did. And if there's any way that I can help shortcut it or give back in any way that empowers that woman to know that the struggle doesn't have to be as long and as hard, but let's work together collectively. And, you yep. know, that, we do this in, in our community. We do this, you know, in the Confident Woman Collective, we do this yeah. as individuals. And that really is about what we do for other women. And it is, you know, you're never alone. So uh, hopefully this episode, our series, the, the whole thing, right? Yeah. Really helping you see the bigger picture. And that's beyond our physical aesthetics. It's not about what we look like. It, we're more than that. We are a soul experiencing this human existence.
1: All right. Thank you so much for listening to the Confident Woman podcast podcast.